my friend, as long as we live in this world, we must forever be mindful that all that we have, what good and pleasurable things we are allowed to have, all about the grace of God. And we should always be thankful. We should be thankful in our hearts and always express our thanksgiving to God. What we have in life, even the enjoyment that it brings, it would not be unless the Lord says so. And surely in this world, Mankind desires materially, and mankind desires the pleasures and the comforts and the conveniences of life. But yet in all that we have, in all the Lord allows for the pleasures of this world, it is still and always must be kept in the proper perspective. We must forever be mindful that all in this world is only temporary. It will not last. The things of this world will never bring you the sustained happiness that we so desire. For most people in the world are always searching for happiness. They're always looking for the good life, the pleasures of life. But again, nothing in this world lasts forever. Not even the money that we have, not even the material goods that we have. And we must always know they can never buy you happiness in this world. Some would beg to differ because even money is a medium of exchange. We surely cannot function in this world without it. But still, all the money in the world will not buy you happiness. It can indeed give you all kinds of momentary pleasure, but it cannot bring you or sustain happiness and surely not joy from day to day. We live in a society where money and material gain and all the pleasures of the flesh are equated with happiness. But yet society and the world has presented a false hope and a false sense of security. And even so many with plenty and every desire they want in the world still can find an emptiness in life. And surely those that find emptiness in life today, it is even more compounded in a pandemic situation where emptiness is so prevalent in the lives of many. It is a harsh reality. It is a sad reality where so many base life on how much I have, how much can I obtain? So many are always saying, I don't have enough or I need much more. So many live in great sorrow 
and even in depression and the oppressions of life because they seemingly can't find the right measure to enjoy all of the pleasures of life like others in the world. But people get in such a state because they have a false outlook in the realities of life. That's why when we look at life and all of its wisdom and truths, we can surely look at King Solomon. And specifically today, the book of Ecclesiastes, the second chapter, we find just how important it is to look at everything in life realistically. And more importantly, spiritually. And here is a man that we read about in King Solomon, who had everything in the world that you could ever hope to have. If you can recall, when he asked the Lord to give him wisdom to judge his people, which was such a noble request, God granted him even more gave him the wisdom, but also gave him riches, also gave him power, and also gave him fame. It seemingly had everything you could ever want in this world. As a matter of fact, in Ecclesiastes 2, Solomon said, I built me houses and vineyards. I planted gardens. I planted orchards. He said, I had servants. I had maidens, I had cattle, I had great possessions of silver and gold. I had all kinds of peculiar treasures. And he said, whatever his eyes desired, he kept not them from them. So with all of this, you would think that Solomon was the happiest person on earth. But yet, he discovered when he decided to find every pleasure on earth, he concluded that it was all vanity. Or in other words, it seemed worthless. And it was vexing to his soul because he desired with all that he had and the ability for all the pleasures in life he wanted, there was still an emptiness about life to be found, as he discovered also in realizing, as he wrote in that second chapter of Ecclesiastes, that it does not matter how much you have, you will still have your share of trial and tribulation and adversity and sorrow and grief. It did not matter whether he had much or little the sorrow and the trials of life he discovered is going to touch everyone. That is why we should never allow how much we have or the lack thereof or when we are denied some pleasures of life to ever dominate our emotions and to keep us utterly cast down because nothing in this world will exempt you from some hardships of life. Because whether you're wealthy or not so wealthy, consider that even sickness 
can touch us all. That has been evident in this pandemic situation where lives have found sickness, where lives have even been lost. And when we consider those who have encountered such, there were no certain groups, no certain social economic status. Some were poor, but yet some were rich. Some were in between somewhere, but consider that it has touched us all. Anywhere at any time, anyone can have family and marital issues. It can touch any life. Many social economic issues can touch any and every life. And of course, we know that when it comes to death itself, it has no respect of person. The poor die, and even the rich die. All will leave whatever we have behind in this world. Solomon realized all of this, and he started to look at life for what it was. And he started to look while he was so vexed, where sometimes he would say life was all vanity, or life, in other words, was futile. And he discovered no matter how much you had or obtained, life could still be about not being satisfied. He had all of the pleasures of life, but he still knew he could be unsatisfied. He knew he had enough, but yet something was still missing. But you see, what was Solomon discovered? And what he realized, as so many in the world, is that you can see life with all the pleasures of life, but still, if the soul is not fed, you will find yourself empty in this life. If your soul is not filled up, you will find yourself with an emptiness along the way. You know, so many people have searched and searched for the pleasures and the good of this world. So many have searched to find happiness through all that they could in the world, only to discover that they could not be satisfied. But they had to understand that when the soul is empty, there's no satisfaction to be found. Remember what Jesus said as his illustration in the gospel, in the sixth chapter of the gospel of John, when he told the scribes and Pharisees and all that were around that in the days of Moses, God gave them bread from heaven in the wilderness to feed the physical body, to sustain them physically in this life. But he said unto them, that they did not have the true bread, for the true bread has come down from heaven. He was talking about a bread that's not temporary, but it's a bread that's everlasting. For he said, I am the bread of life. Whoso eateth of me will not hunger again. In other words, he'll bring satisfaction 
not just for a moment, but for the duration, for the test of time, because Jesus feeds not only this physical life, but he feeds the depths of our soul. And when the soul is fed, our whole outlook on life is different. Our contentment, our satisfaction factor in life becomes different, and it is sustained in Jesus Christ. And when you're in the Lord, when he occupies first place in our lives, he not only feeds us and sustains us and gives us satisfaction, but he keeps us day by day, no matter what life can bring. As a matter of fact, when we're filled up in Jesus Christ, he helps us see happiness, even in the simple things of life, even in the simple ways of life. He helps us to understand. You don't have to have everything in the world. You can have happiness in Jesus, in just the simple things of life. And always know, whatever pleasure of life, whatever material blessing that the Lord brings our way, still remember, as Jesus said, to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and righteousness, and he'll add everything else to you according to his word. You see, if you are to be satisfied, if you want to be always satisfied day by day, it has to always be well with your soul. You know, as a believer, Jesus has already made a difference in your life. But we know our life, our faith, is challenged on every side, from pandemics to all the issues of life, to the spiritual warfare that we encounter from day to day, which simply means we can't just eat of that true bread one time. We have to keep on feeding on Jesus Christ. We know when we first came to Jesus, when we first tasted of the Lord, we saw for ourselves what Jesus did for our lives. We saw what a difference he made. We saw his love. We saw his sustaining power. We saw him make ways out of no way. We saw how he gave us a newfound joy. We know how he made life worthwhile when he came into our lives. That's why as believers, we have to keep on feeding on Jesus Christ, feeding on his word, feeding on his spirit to stay satisfied, to stay contented in our depth of our soul. Because we know that when we feed on Jesus, when we feed on his word, when we feed on his spirit, we know he'll keep us filled up. We know that in him, he takes the void away. We know in him, he fills up the hollow places. We know he takes care of the emptiness of life, filling us with joy, filling us with assurance filling us with his presence, filling us with his love. Even in a time like this, 
as challenging as it might be. He knows how to keep us filled up, but even until our cup runneth over. Well, we ask you today, do you feel like an empty vessel sometimes? We ask you at times, is there a hollow place in your life? We ask you today, is there a void somewhere? Is there dissatisfaction about your life? Well, we have to know and realize that in all of those questions, in a time like this, they're challenging even for believers. But we have to be mindful that Jesus is still standing by, the same one that has made a difference in our life. He's standing by to take every emptiness that we have, every void of life. He knows how to fill us up. He knows how to fill the hollow places. All we need to do is seek him. He said, seek and you shall find. Ask and it shall be given. Knock and the door shall be opened. Because he is always standing by. We all are struggling sometimes with the hollow places, with the void in life, with the emptiness of life, even because of a pandemic situation. But we have to be mindful that the true bread, he's still alive and well. He is still the bread of life. That's why we can feed on Jesus every day of our life. He knows how to take the emptiness away, fill us up in every void of life. If we just hold on to God's own changing hand, keep feeding and standing on his word, and letting the Holy Ghost have his way in our lives that we might run on to see what the end is going to be. He is the true bread of life. Keep feeding on Jesus Christ. He'll give satisfaction no matter what. No matter what we are confronted with, no matter the challenges of life, when it's well with our soul in Jesus Christ, we know that everything is going to be all right. Well, what is your need today? What do you stand in need of? Jesus is standing by to fill every void, to fill every hollow place in your life. He's standing by, reminding you he's still on the throne. He's still your God. He's still your Savior. He's still your intercessor. He still has all power in his hand. He still knows your need today. Well, let's make ready right now for our personal prayer time with Jesus Christ, our personal fellowship with the Lord. He is standing by to hear every need. He is standing by to meet that need when we just call upon his name. Take a moment right now, we pray, that you will just call on his name in your own personal way. He is standing by. If you don't know him, this is an invitational time as well. To just call on his name. To confess that you need a Savior. Nobody like Jesus Christ. Will you call his name today? 
He stands ready to meet every emptiness you have. Call his name. Yes, 